What's up, assholes? Welcome, assholes. My name's Austin. I'm Elisa. And this is the You're the Asshole podcast, episode number... 19, bitches. We're coming to you live, not really, but we're recording it live, in an undisclosed location, which we'll disclose it now. The bunker? <laughs> it is the kitchen, where we haven't recorded before. I know. I... So if it sounds different... That's why. Don't I, blame it on us. Don't I, at me, bro. Oh my god. I told Austin <laughs> right before we started this, I'm like weirdly close to him, and the setup is like we're like facing an audience that doesn't exist. I like it. It's so um. we can practice for one day when we will have live shows and better audio. Yeah. Whoa. Not that our audio <laughs> or anything that you do is bad. Okay. <laughs> we might have a two mic set up at that point. Yeah, I think that's the next step. These days we're a one mic show. Um, So it's been a while since we recorded. We are. You don't know that. (laughs) We are coming to you during the quarantine holiday weekend of July 4th. Today's July 5th. Happy Independence Day. Yes. Hopefully y'all didn't do anything yesterday. Anything too socially undistant. <laughs> Maybe you got to see some fireworks. In our city, the fireworks were canceled. That was shitty. Because some news came out about the fireworks. What was the news? Wait, what? No, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what what the fuck? I was trying to make a canceled joke. Oh. Some bad news came about the fireworks. It has a rocky, they have a rocky pass. The fireworks have now been canceled cultured. Yes. Is that what the term is? R.I.P. fireworks. Oh no, I just realized I have ice in my drink. Um, but uh, there were some um, vigilante fireworks that were launched that we got to see around town. Mm-hmm. But the big city display was canceled. But that's okay. We did not partake in them, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, we you know, we just, yeah, I don't know why. We could have got some, but, like, there's a lot of houses around. I don't want to burn anything down. Mm-hmm. I don't have the monies. Also, we just figured, you know, we'll let other people take care of it, and then we'll just get to see from afar. And I think that strategy worked out well. I think so, too. <laughs> That's the motto of quarantine. We'll let other people take care of it, and we will benefit from afar. <laughs> So even though this isn't our shitty summary uh, movie, we did watch a shitty movie yesterday. Oh, last night on not Independence Day Eve, but Independence Day night, Mm -hmm. we watched National Treasure 2. Book of Secrets, I believe. But, and then on Independence Day Eve, we watched Independence Day, the original. In a drive-thru movie. It was very cute, very picturesque. Which of those two movies would you say is shittier? It's definitely Independence Day. I mean, I think we Wait, all know... Wait, you think know, Independence Day is shittier? I just think we all know that Will Smith is a terrible actor. No, that was a great... <laughs> in comparison <laughs> to National Treasure 2... I'm obviously joking. Oh, thank God. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it's like a great movie, but... National Treasure 2 is definitely worse than Independence Day. National Treasure 2 was worse than National Treasure 1, and I think National Treasure 1 was actually a gem of a movie. You did have a good point that, like, everybody's characters in National Treasure 2 were just, like, a shtick, like, bit of their character in the first one. And they were already a bit in the first movie, too. (laughs) So it's, like, Riley, uh, the sidekick of Nick Cage was reduced he probably had like seven lines to learn from that for that movie hey i mean if it pays well i'll take that job 
You will be Nick Cage's sidekick oh, yeah. in real life. Day. I hear he bought a castle. I've heard that his castle buying is what made him like go bankrupt. <laughs> he filed for bankruptcy <laughs> multiple times, I believe. Yeah. Like this is old news, but we rehash everything on this show. Yeah. Anything else you've been doing in quarantine that you want to update peeps about? I've been playing Call of Duty like three quarters of the rest of the male population of the U.S. in quarantine. <laughs> I have been... If you don't have video games, like, what do you do right now as a male in quarantine? Masturbate. Yeah. Go on dating apps if you're single. You know what I thought about the other day? And I haven't talked to Austin about this, but I'm curious. Do you think, because I haven't really watched, you know, porn in quarantine, do you think that there's... You haven't been sneaking porn, like slipping no. into the closet <laughs> and pouring it up on your phone? <laughs> get my fix. But fucking Austin's always around. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's just me. Okay. No, it's just Austin. <laughs> when he works out for two and a half hours, yeah, we I'm know what out. he's actually doing down yeah. there. <laughs> um, no, I thought about, like, COVID porn. Oh, I'm sure it's a thing. Like, do you think there's, like, porn with, like, face masks yeah. that people are taking off? And it's... Well, and there was already hospital porn. So, like, yeah, trip true. to the hospital because I'm feeling sick. <laughs> I'm a hot nurse. And that's it? Yeah. How does it end? And then porn happens. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some COVID porn out there. Maybe I'll um, maybe I'll make that the shitty summary for the next time I'm in charge of it this week. I'm going to have to watch some COVID porn and yeah. report back and on it. You're going to have to tell us how it, what happened. What happened in the storyline of this? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> this podcast is going to take a dramatic turn. <laughs> but yeah, Austin's been also... Beefing up his garage gym. There's nothing else to do but work on the garage gym. <laughs> I've been... Oh, sorry. What? The no, last no. thing I've been doing, there's only other one other thing. I started reading the Harry Potter series. <gasps> Tell us your thoughts. I'm Go. three bucks in. They've each gotten better than the prior book. Mm-hmm. So I just finished Prisoner of Azkaban. It was really quick, fun read. Um, now I'm just sort of getting anxious about how much dramatically bigger the books get after this point. They test you. They test, like, are you a real fan? Are you we'll a real know fan. if you get, if you finish book four. So when I was a kid, I read them, but I stopped at book four. And maybe that was why. Just the sheer thickness of the book scared me away <laughs> after I finished one. I couldn't handle any more. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. So it's a lot. Um, <laughs> thankfully, the font is very big. So there's that. That's true. There's there's great spacing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've read one book the entire quarantine, which really doesn't look well for me as a writer. <laughs> but I'm now... You care more about your own work than other people's. Yeah, that's what everybody wants to hear. <laughs> it was like 700 pages of Stephen King short stories so when short stories are hard it's hard to get into because you have to be into that story and and once you read it you're like well that's it it's done but I do want to say going back to Harry Potter I want to put out on the record here that J.K. Rowling is an asshole oh this is your stage (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm not gonna go much more into it but every single time I just leave it at that people know people know every single time I get onto fucking Twitter including today she has something new to say about transgender people and she like is trying to backtrack but like she does it so much that this is like the fifth time she's issued a statement in the past two weeks there's people like jk that i'm just like you've already reached 
the peak of anything that you could possibly achieve, just stay away from social media. All you're going to do is hurt yourself and like ruin people's opinion. Like you're not going to win over those last few people that didn't like your work in the first place. Just like be content, stay off social media. No, it's completely true. It's like you would think that like you've reached the biggest level you can possibly reach and of just like stardom and fame and you're not going to reach out to anybody else and it kind of reminds me a little bit like the only way to stay relevant is to be controversial. And on that note, I just want to take a moment to talk about Kanye West's presidency. If you're already a billionaire, you don't need to stay relevant. Like you're good. People will always know who you are. Just like chill out online. But also another billionaire. Yes. Or another, is he? I don't know. He's a billionaire. I think he's close. No, he's a billionaire. Whatever. He's a billionaire, apparently. So is Kim now. And as of like a week or two ago, and he gave her a painting with like fruit and flowers on it to congratulate her for being becoming a billionaire during the middle of a pandemic. Mm. Yeah. At Trace Commas Club. Yeah. <laughs> what? Trace Commas Club. It's a Silicon Valley thing. It's about becoming a billionaire because you get three commas. In your bank account. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Trace commas. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> but yeah, Kanye's running for president now. The world's ending. Aliens are probably going to come after this. I would hope. What it, the, the alternate timeline, which everything that's happening just seems like the alternate timeline, is that Kanye gets elected president. The aliens come, and this is the leader that they seek out, Kanye. Maybe he's the one that's best suited to talk to the aliens. He def- he has a song already. Um, <laughs> he can just, like, get Katy Perry up in there. They um, She can be his vice president. It'll be perfect. Oh, God. And that, who, who would he pick as a VP? Jesus. Elon? Yes. Yes, it <laughs> but would. But I, do you no. think you, I don't think Elon, Elon would want to get involved. Elon doesn't want to get involved. He just wants to support. So it would be, um, shit, who would it be? I honestly have no clue. I don't either. It could be Kris Jenner. She would do a lot of shit, though. <laughs> like, she would keep everyone in line in the White House. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see where the fuck that goes. Hopefully that's something that we don't have to talk about again. I hope that, yeah, I hope that next <laughs> time we're recording in, but, like, two months, we're not bringing this up. But who knows? We'll see. God damn it. All right, well, as you know, we do shittery... Shittery? <laughs> That's the vocab word for this week, guys. Shittery. It's when you're jittery, but you're you, shitty too. You're, you're jittery and it causes you to shit. To shit. I have a lot of shitteries then. Okay, the shitty summary um, that we do every week. Do you want to do, do this? I can't. I yeah, can't this. so our first segment, uh, forget everything Elisa just said, is the shitty summary and that's basically we alternate giving each other a show or movie um, that we think might be shitty or we know may be shitty. And the other host has to summarize it and be able to deliver that summary in what? Is it a minute and a half or less oh, or two minutes? I completely forgot about the time frame aspect We've, of it. We're it's a little <laughs> laxed in this one because we're starting to put more effort into our summaries that are shitty. Yeah. And so we really want to get them all out. Um, but one and a half, two minutes is what we try to stick to. Um, and this week, the movie that I gave 
to Elisa to summarize was... Battlefield Earth. I will say I have not seen this movie, but Neither I have I. seen many articles online saying it's one of the worst movies ever made and talking about how much money it lost and what an embarrassment it was for Mr. Travolta. And so I'm just really excited to hear about it. We talk about these movies and you would think it would make you not want to watch them, but honestly, just knowing how shitty they are, like knowing the plot doesn't really ruin the idea of it. Like, no, it makes anything, me want to watch it more. If anything, I want to watch it more. Um, the update on the last shitty summary we did was Return to Oz, and um, we still have not watched that movie, but that doesn't mean that it's not there on the list hanging out. I really want to watch it. Elisa is a little scared of what would happen would happen from the movie <laughs> what do you like some scared more is of, gonna come out scared of, of the movie at least because of how like weirdly creepy it is probably i'm worried it's gonna produce nightmares for sure we did watch the trailer for it one time and that freaked you out it creeped me the fuck out yeah. i would like to watch it maybe during the day so i can watch something that's like shitty and fun after it I'm going to slip you some shrooms, and then we're going to put the movie on. Oh, my on. God, no. <laughs> that would be the worst movie to do that to. So, um, yes, this week, Battlefield Earth. That's okay. the name, right? Battlefield Earth. Okay. Um, As I say every single time I do my shitty summary, this was written like a week and a half ago. So it's hard to hit the notes. Like, it's hard to hit the the comedic notes I had planned earlier. Is that all just like... Saying you can't read your handwriting? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it's saying. <laughs> All right, off. let me get the timer pulled up. Okay, I'm like huddling around this mic as if my life depended on it right now. <clears throat> I'm going to set it to two minutes instead of a minute and a half just to give you some time. Can I test this right here? I don't think right anyone's here? in a rush here. No one's in a rush. <laughs> if any of y'all are in a rush, let us know. Okay, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. When Austin asked me to summarize Battlefield Earth, I thought to myself, that's that really shitty movie I always hear referenced. But Wikipedia states it better. Battlefield Earth was a critical and commercial failure, frequently described as one of the worst films of all time. It received nine Golden Raspberry Awards, infamously and affectionately known as Razzies, which until 2012 was the most awards given to a single film and won Worst Picture of the Decade in 2010. Ready? Okay. The year is 3000, and the cycloids, a race of giant humanoid aliens, have taken over the planet for the past 1,000 years. They want gold, and they use slave human labor to hunt for it. A few tribes of humans known as the Resistance are hidden around Earth, but they can't really do shit. But one guy... Johnny Goodboy Tyler decides to leave his tribe with a nomad hunter, Carlo, to, I assume, save the world. However, they are both captured by cycloid snatchers and taken to a slave camp in Denver. Here is where we find out a something deserves, <laughs> protects the cyclobases they are at. That's because the Earth's atmosphere is toxic to these aliens, lending me to ask, how the fuck they have survived a thousand years. There, they meet Cyclo seemingly something Terrell, a.k.a. John Travolta, who works as an Earth outpost because he's had incidents with the senator's daughter. Terrell sees John and realizes he can help mine gold in radioactive areas that aliens cannot, 
But before he can do that, he gets trained with all comprehensive knowledge of human history. Because of this, he knows human will reign over Earth once again. Terrell, who loves the aliens, is like, bitch, that ain't gonna happen. But our good boy is inspired after seeing the declarations of independence in an old library. Johnny, good boy, I'm sure there is a shining reference here, starts making an abandoned Oh, starts mining at abandoned Fort Knox and then an underground military base with fight simulators. After one week of secretly training with these and a small group of humans, the rebels attack. Carlo, who's been MIA for the rest of this movie, uh, launches a suicide mission and flies a shuttle into the dome. Johnny teleports a bomb to the Cyclode's home war in retaliation and then ruins the atmosphere, destroying their motherland. The humans live with Terrell as the last remaining cyclos. <laughs> Something in a cell of gold. Oh, put him in a cell of gold bars in case they need him to bargain with on the off chance the cyclos find their way back to Earth. As in, there was supposed to be a sequel and then there wasn't. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. Austin <laughs> held my leg after because he was like, holy shit, this is bad. I... Pause the timer when it was about to go off because you were just in such a zone <laughs> that I couldn't let it interrupt it. I didn't. It was hard to read. I'm like flustered because I couldn't read most of my handwriting. The movie's so bad. The handwriting is old. The shitty summary is now becoming a shitty summary for shitty movies. So it's hard to kind of just like pack all of it into one document a one-page document but i hope you kind of got the gist of the humanoids and the cyclos and john travolta so you being someone that has much more knowledge about this movie than i do because i didn't follow some of that oh no (laughs) i thought i did a better job what are your thoughts on the movie from the summaries that you Put together. Um, I thought it was a, a kind of cool idea, perhaps. I like a good movie where the aliens have already taken over a planet when the movie starts. Because I don't have to deal with the stupid bullshit like you do in most alien movies where it's like... Are they going to take over? Are they going to take over? <laughs> like they already took over. So I appreciated that aspect of it. And I thought the thousand years in the future thing was like... Again, another cool aspect of it as well. I just didn't understand why they were here only for gold and why they were like only mining gold and that they couldn't be around the Earth's atmosphere. So like, why did they choose to come to Earth of all planets? There were a lot of questions and I like didn't really appreciate the like seeing the Declaration of Independence was like, this is the document that like makes me believe in like Earth again. That was a wild thing to just throw in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the fact that they're at Fort Knox. like, Is the U.S. even still around at this point? They neither confirm nor deny that in the okay. Wikipedia article. Because they said they went to Denver, but like, <laughs> I wonder if the U.S. as a country exists. I would assume not. I don't think so. I think they're one of the last remaining tribes. Like they took over humans to mine and be like slave laborers for them, but then they didn't like think it through that they needed to like implement this better somehow. Hmm. That's where we're at. <laughs> well, it sounds like a very fun movie. 
I am embarrassed by my summary, but I think it did a somewhat good job. I think you did the best with what you could because that movie sounds like a shit show. It was a shit show. Um, but, and just because of like the futuristic aspect of it, I'm sure it was hard to summarize because like there's a lot of weird things that you would have to explain. Yeah, I was trying to do this for one page. And what I did come out of it, as I said at the end, was that John Travolta thought this movie was going to like really captured an audience so much that he assumed a sequel would happen, which is really kind of sad. Didn't he, wasn't he involved in the production Yeah, of it? he was a producer for it. Did he write it? You know, I don't know that, okay. but, um. So he lost a bunch of money on it. I'm definitely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he made up for it, I'm sure, with like Grease reruns on TBS. All right, kids. So if you want to have a movie to make fun of, clearly this is a good one to watch. Oh, man, I'm <laughs> Okay. All right. Shall I preview our next segment? Do it. Okay. Segment number two. It's flashcard time. In this segment, we, just like in the last one, alternate week to week coming up with 15 scenarios or note cards that are basically asking the other person, is this an asshole act, move? Are they an asshole? Is this thing an asshole? All Mm -hmm. asshole related. And then the person being asked these questions simply has to say asshole or not the asshole. That was perfect. I think it was a little wordy, but (laughs) oh well. Austin wrote them this week, which means I get to answer all 15 of these. Yes. Um, On this one, we try to do it within a time limit as well, but we always get through them. So I don't know if I'm going to set a timer. I'm just going to read them off quickly. I worry about him not saying the timer. This is the first of him telling me this just because I think that the urgency will be lost. But I will keep it moving. Right. I'll keep it moving. Fine. I'll set a timer just to stay urgent. Okay. Or stay urgent. No. Yeah. I'll, the no. urgent's in the skies. Yes. <laughs> That's the only time. That joke's getting retired. <laughs> just like a shitty summary when I have to do it. <laughs> no, he did great. All right, let me uh, lick my finger so I can get through these cards. Oh, that lick is kind of a pet peeve of mine, and that should be a question. People who lick their finger. Trying to be FaceTimed by my father. Oh, yeah. Dad would like to FaceTime. I will have to call him back. Okay, because you're not denying it. He's just waiting for his dad to (laughs) die. It's awkward when (laughs) someone calls you that's like a family member. You don't want to decline. You just want to let it ring through. (laughs) Can you not decline? So I'll read this, then I'll text, well, I don't know. I'll let, I'll let it ring through. He really okay. committed to. I'll say, um. You know, the thing about quarantine is that I feel like everyone now thinks it's socially, I mean, obviously your dad's just so different, but I feel like quarantine is making other people think it's socially acceptable to just FaceTime randomly or call randomly, and that's not okay. I, um, yeah, a random FaceTime out of nowhere, like... That's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, like, par- parents or friends, okay, but... I mean, sorry, parents or siblings, okay. I don't want my friends calling me. We've got past that. I have one minute, 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Do you have your assholes and not assholes prepared? I am prepared. Okay. And three, two, one, go. Wearing a Speedo to a public pool. Asshole. Putting trash in your neighbor's bin. (laughs) Asshole. Having baked beans for breakfast. Asshole, that's fucking psychotic. Not liking condiments. 
asshole. Oh, interesting. Eating peanut butter out of the jar with a spoon. Is it your jar? Is it just your jar? Just a jar. Uh, um, asshole. Buying a gun after watching Contagion. Asshole. Wow. <laughs> oh. Not drinking your Oreos, or not dunking your Oreos in milk. Not the asshole. Um, raining on the 4th of July. Asshole. Breaking into a car to free a dog trapped inside. Not the asshole. <laughs> not understanding why the phrase all lives matter is offensive. Asshole. Wearing the same clothes for four days in a row while quarantined. Oh, asshole. <laughs> Single ply toilet paper. Asshole. But needed sometimes. Having a lawyer on retainer. If it's not your father, asshole. Failing to register your car for seven months after it expired. <laughs> asshole. Feeding your baby an all-vegan diet. Asshole, asshole, <laughs> asshole. We did it! We did it! And I have three, two, one. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the middle of our, of our uh, cards... Austin just gets a text text from Dan's like, oh, (laughs) what is your dad texting you about? He wanted to FaceTime me to show him, show me what he got with the gift card I gave him for Father's Day. Oh, no, stop. Oh, do you want to, do you want to FaceTime him? No, it's all good. Okay. Um, He's already sending me photos. Oh, that's real fucking sweet. I mean, I'm going to say this. I guess the card I want to give you right now is not giving your parents anything for Mother's or Father's Day. Oh, did you not give your parents anything no. for Mother's Day? Wow. <laughs> is that an asshole? In quarantine? Is that an asshole move? Because I kind of feel like a dick. Austin gave his mom these like beautiful flowers and then his dad this amazing gift card. I'm sure that had a lot of money on it. And I just called my parents. They're not really material peoples but yeah kind of feel like a dick (laughs) sorry i'm trying to text him back at the moment this is what i love a podcast partner who's really committed to the pod i'm very committed i'm just i it felt so wholesome what he was trying to show i know i know um can we talk just about a few of these um austin hasn't registered his car for seven months so this is before covid and Austin doesn't shower as much in quarantine anymore. And um, I don't put condiments on my burger. I don't really, I said asshole, but I don't think that makes me the asshole. I just think it makes me a little misunderstood. So then why do you say asshole? I don't know. I was, I, just in the heat of the moment. <laughs> in the heat of the moment, sometimes I reply like I understand why people would think I'm one, but that doesn't mean I am one. I guess we'll move along to what are you drinking today? This one's pretty simple. Um, I. What are you drinking today? <laughs> I am drinking what Austin and I call our summer drink or affectionately known as the Copernala, named for our future dog. The, the combination of the two names that we'd like to give future dogs, Copper and Nala. Nala the Copper Nala. And, uh, What's in the drink? It is a mango New Amsterdam vodka. Well, it is right now. Normally, it's lemon New Amsterdam vodka with um, pink lemonade and... Strawberry lemonade. Oh, pink That's strawberry important. lemonade. Pink, because there's a difference between pink lemonade and strawberry lemonade. 
Did we just move to strawberry lemonade? I feel like at one point it was pink lemonade. Well, we were doing pink lemonade and vodka for a bit, but when we went on our quest to create the perfect summer drink, we Mm -hmm. decided that strawberry lemonade would be better. Okay. It's less sweet than pink lemonade. It is less sweet. It sounds like a really sweet drink because of the mango and because of everything else, but it's actually pretty fucking good. We throw some raspberries in there, a little lemon slice, some blackberries. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would pay like $13 for this shit at a bar. Did you tell them about the club soda? Oh, no. Shit. I'm not doing a good job. So the vodka, then, uh, you put in the berries, some, if you want, a maraschino cherry or two. Then you put in the strawberry lemonade, and then you fill up the rest of the glass with club soda. So it makes it bubbly, but it's not overly sweet. Like you don't put in too much lemonade. Then you can add that. Lemon garnish, if you want. Maybe you should come out with the with the cocktail book during quarantine. You know, I think everybody wants to know what cocktails this non-trained bartender <laughs> throws together with the, like, three types of cheap liquor that we have in the house. That we and, just rotate through. And, and random mixers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you drinking today? What are you drinking today? Today... I have a beer from my favorite local brewery, Austin Beer Works. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to support them as much as I can during the quarantine because pre-quarantine we would go there a lot. And so I know the people and like I want to s- still spend money there and I want the people to be supported. So they've been doing a lot of collaborations with other breweries, even like in town, out of state. And this one was a collab beer, I think. I could be wrong. Looks like I'm wrong. <laughs> a lot of their tall boys have been collab beers, and this is a tall boy. So I was oh, this confused. one's not? This was a Chicago collab. No. This one is called Short in the Fuse. It is an IPL. I think that's Indian Pale Lager instead oh, of I- okay, Indian yeah. Pale Ale. That makes sense. Um, but it's 7%. Alisa likes it because it's a little... It's not as uh, hoppy as an IPA is because it's the lager variant Mm -hmm. um but it's really good it's seven percent really good like summer beer that's not as light as most summer beers because a lot of summer beers are like you know real light as i just said (laughs) but it's good i rated it 4.5 oh shit let me try it again just one more time here on air (sighs) that's very good yeah it's pretty light Mm -hmm. and like a good light beer especially for a seven percenter yeah So, I recommend it. Also recommend to still help out your local breweries or locally owned liquor stores or wherever you got your vices from in the past, pre-quarantine, locally sourced drug dealers. I was just going to say your locally sourced (laughs) drug dealer. (laughs) Everyone still needs help amongst the quarantine. Yeah. That's nice. Nice of you. All right, so we're going to move on to our posts for the week. As you know, we do four from the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? We each read two, and then we just talk them over and hand down our verdict. And this week, Austin is first. Oh, let me pull up the post real quick, like. Sorry, my dad sent me back another text that I was checking out. It's real cute. This post comes to us from user snoo, that's S-N-O-O, dash, 10931. Very creative username there with the numbers. Do you think that's a zip code? You know, I didn't think of that. Well, maybe. Look at that. We'll have to look up that number afterwards. My guess is it's just auto generated, but we'll see. 
Am I the asshole for grounding my son after he said he got into an argument with my boyfriend over something from 10 years ago? Question mark. It's like those, uh, <laughs> the old uh, websites where you could type in yeah. a sentence. They wouldn't do Sometimes the... Sometimes they would say the, the punctuation. and Or they wouldn't do the cadence right, yeah. so like they wouldn't emphasize they, what they needed there's to. There's no pauses in the sentence. Yeah. Just blazing through. My oldest son and boyfriend, H... They put H in parentheses to refer to the boyfriend. I'm just going to say boyfriend. The whole I time hate when people do this shit. My oldest son and boyfriend had a bad relationship ever since my boyfriend had accidentally burned down our house. <laughs> he put a pizza in while me, my two sons, and daughter went out to the mall, and my boyfriend had forgot about it and left to go back to his apartment. When we got back home, our kitchen was on fire, and by the time the fire trucks got here, the whole downstairs was on fire. Our house was pretty much destroyed, and our husky passed away in the fire. When I told my boyfriend about it, he remembered his pizza. He apologized, and I forgave him, but my son never did. Man, this was the biggest run-on sentence. That whole thing was that one sentence. That was one sentence. <laughs> with a bunch of comments. <laughs> so it sounds like he uh, didn't acknowledge the husky. I think he acknowledged he, the husky. He apologized. Yeah, okay. My other two kids were too young to remember. My cousin took... My cousin said she could watch my kids until we got a new house, and I stayed with my boyfriend at his house. It was too small to hold all of us. A lot of our stuff was damaged, but not enough to be thrown away. So we got a new house two years later, and my son still hasn't forgiven my boyfriend. It only got worse when he got older. He would never say hello to my boyfriend when he came over, and he would always avoid him. Like one time when my boyfriend came over and I cooked dinner, my son ate upstairs instead of downstairs with the family. Today, my son was on a call with his friends playing video games, and my son lost and said, what the hell? So my boyfriend went up to his room to tell him, look, stop all that cursing. You're not grown. And my son pretty much ignored him until my boyfriend said, why are you ignoring me? Answer me. And my son yelled at him to get out of his room. After they got into a loud argument, I ran upstairs to tell them to stop, and my son yelled out, have you not gotten it yet? I don't like you. You burned down our house. And wanted to act like you're my dad. Leave me alone. I told my boyfriend I'll handle this and told my son that he is acting like a child. And that I understand that he was upset years ago, but now you need to let it go. It's been 10 years and that my boyfriend has apologized and he needs to forgive him. He said, I don't care. He's a stupid person who you took back after he burned down our old home with all our stuff and our dog. And I'm not forgiving him. I don't even know why you took this patchy bearded idiot back anyways. <laughs> oh my God. Last week he made fries and left the oven on for an hour after he was done and it didn't get turned off until I came downstairs and seen it was on and he's an irresponsible idiot. I told him he was grounded for disrespecting me and that he needs to get over it. I called my friend to tell her what happened and she said, honestly, he kind of has a right to be mad. He lost his childhood home when he was five and his dog. So now I feel like I could have handled it better. So Reddit, am I the asshole? That was long-winded. <laughs> there was, was about four punctuation marks in that whole <laughs> in thing. That entire Ex thing. Aside from the commas. I'm going to say this real quick. I want you to probably talk about it first since, you know, it's your post. But... Do you think that there's like a just a deficiency to leaving the oven on? 
Oh, like that's like, like that's like a thing. <laughs> like the way people like for- a permanent character trait yeah, in somebody. Like the way people forget their keys. Do you think you just leave the oven on? And I say this because you do it at my place. Anytime Austin has ever cooked dinner at my place, he leaves the oven on. But that is simply because of a physical difference between our ovens. Your oven to turn it off, you have to twist the dial. Mine, you press the button. So I didn't realize that. I am used to, when I get the stuff out of the oven, pressing the button. I will say sometimes at my place, because of how close the table is to the oven, when we're eating, sometimes I can tell the oven's still on and I'll turn around and turn it off. (laughs) But at your place, we sit further away from the oven, so I'm not given the opportunity to realize that I didn't turn it off. Austin's going to burn down my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And then I don't get to turn, turn it off after. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering because it's sort of like as I was reading it, I was like, who the fuck would do this? And then I was like, wait, Austin's done it every time at my place, but Austin also has not killed my dog. Mm -hmm. So, or bring down your apartment. Yeah. Also, on yours, because there's not, there's just the dial, there's not a little screen. Like, and if it's already heated up, there's no lights because the light is only on when it's preheating. So, I pull the stuff out. Like, I don't see an indicator aside from the dial. That it's still on, and Side so I forget left. to turn the dial. But if if it's an oven that has, like, the temperature on it, then I can see, like, oh, it's heated up. I need to turn it off. All right. That was a great defense. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank you. <laughs> How long do you think— I'm glad that I got to have my day in court. <laughs> <laughs> well, one time, I'll say this. I can't say much because one time when I was in high school, I put a pizza into the oven on a wooden board— not realizing that you can't do that. Yeah, and I know it, people that have done it on like the cardboard that it comes in. And yeah, I think that's a common. And then up. it started like I couldn't smell it. I was in the kitchen while it was happening. I couldn't smell it, and my dad was the one who was like, "What's going on in here?" <laughs> and came into the kitchen and opened the oven, and smoke just poured out, and the, the wooden pan broke as he was transferring the pizza into... It was a lot. I will um, say, uh, in college, I had a bad habit of putting the pan on the stove to heat up, because we were in an apartment that had, like, a shitty stove that took a while to heat up, mm-hmm. and then forgetting about it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a few times... Like I remembered or a roommate walked in and saw it or we smelled it and I went in and like the whole pan was red hot or like the nonstick. One time the nonstick, Fuck me. the nonstick pan was so hot that the nonstickiness was like melted in a puddle on the pan. That's a big deal for uh, an item that basically says that won't happen to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the number I, one point of the item. I beat it. It couldn't. <laughs> It told me I couldn't do something. I proved it wrong. Honestly, that reminds me of the time when I did that too. I had had the pan on for something and I took and I and it was like pretty low on there. But I took a glass type of, I guess, pot or glass pan from the oven and put it on there. And I put it on the burner thinking that the burner wasn't on, hadn't been on for like hours. And I left it on there. And I walked out into the kitchen just because I was just going into the kitchen. I didn't even realize yet. And the glass exploded. Oh, my God. Like it's so fuck, dangerous. It fucking exploded. And one part of the glass hit, like, right by my eye. If I had been, like, 
two to three feet closer to it, I would have ended up in the hospital because it would have just smashed my entire face. Was anybody else home? No, it was just me. And when it happened, I was like, It was probably so loud. It was so fucking loud. The glass went everywhere. I was finding glass months later in random places of the living room. And I was like, how the fuck did I not like start bleeding or get hit? And it sucked because I couldn't look around and be like, did you see that? (laughs) So when I would tell people, they would be like, oh, well, that's good. Nothing happened to you. I was like, you don't understand how dramatic this was. What's that award for like people that die in stupid ways? It's called the Darwin Award. Uh, Okay. Is that me? You could have made the, you could have been a finalist. I would have been on a thousand ways to die. (laughs) Definitely a thousand ways to die for sure. That was a great show. And somebody would have been like, she deserved it. A thousand ways to die was excellent television. When I found out that those deaths weren't real, it was very upsetting to me. They weren't real? Not all of them were real, dude. That's very upsetting. They weren't real. Were some of them real? I think some of them were real, but you're meaning to tell me that the people that kissed each other through two separate cars and got hit by an 18-wheeler because their tongue rings mixed with each other and they couldn't bring their faces back, do you really think that's real? I can believe that. (laughs) Okay. That's hilarious. That's the one that always <laughs> sticks in my mind about how stupid it was. I can see that. And then they can't get out. And they they don't, can't they get don't, out. They don't know what to do. And then they don't know how to pull over. And then boom, 18-wheeler. All right. Shit happens. <laughs> they deserved it. All right. Back to the post. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Um, well, by what we were saying earlier, it might come across that I am sympathetic to one that leaves the oven on. But I feel like leaving the oven on, leaving the house and it burning down is like another level that doesn't deserve sympathy. Oh, okay. And then it apparently is a repeat issue still after he's burned down a house that he's left the oven on again with this family. I would murder someone if they had done this and it was an accident, but then 10 years later, I come into the kitchen and that shit is still happening. And it killed their dog. That poor kid. I Honestly, to me, the part that was the most insane was that he didn't, the kids didn't live with her for like two years. Yeah. That was the most. And she was so casual about it. That was it. the most glossed over part. You know, it's not even about the dog dying and their house burning. It's like, that's two years we didn't live with each other because this happened. No, no big deal. <laughs> there was not room at his place. What can we do? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, maybe don't live with him. Like, live with your sister and the kids. Right. Or like, try, or live in a fucking one bedroom with your kids. Like, that shit happens, but you can't just be like, I don't, I'm inconvenient, so I can't be a mom right now. (laughs) Well, I don't have a house. I can't be a mother. (laughs) Yeah, I can give up my kids now for a bit. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't fault the son for being a complete dick. I also, like, think it's sort of shitty that this mom is saying, or this mom and this quote-unquote dad figure are, like, saying that he's a child when it conveniences them, like, he can't curse at people on Xbox, but then he's an adult because he's telling this guy to fuck off. So, there's that, too. <laughs> there's that aspect. Yeah. It might be bad, but when people have, like, horrible grammar in their post, it makes me skew to wanting to believe that they're the asshole. 
And so that really doesn't help OP's odds in my decision. But um, she really, like, didn't paint a good picture for herself at all. As all, she, all the redeeming thing was was that she tried to tell her son not to be rude to her boyfriend. But, like, giving the context of everything else, like, that's completely thrown out the window. And maybe it's, like, a crappy move to, like, think I know everything about their relationship. But it's also, like, if this has taken 10 years to come out, like, what? Are you having any conversations with your son? Yeah. Like, this should be something that came out the year after y'all got back to, like, living with each other again. Well, I was going to say, they weren't together for two years. Right. So <laughs> she didn't have to talk to him about his problems at that point. I mean, it's shitty to, like, hold something against someone. But, you know, it's like, again, it's just like one of those things where, like, you can't stay together with for with people for certain reasons, maybe. Cheating, maybe, I don't know, other shit that are deal breakers for you. But it's like, you don't think that this would be one of them because you just don't think it would ever happen. But killing your dog is one of them, I think. Due to neglect. Right, due to neglect. And burning down your house. (laughs) Yeah. If somebody burns down your house and kills your dog due to neglect, you don't be with them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's clear what our verdict is going to be. So should we jump to that? Let's do it. OP, you're the asshole. You're the asshole. There is an edit that I want to read, and then I want to read one of the comments. Okay, I didn't realize there were edits on this. Edit. I read a lot of the comments that called me an asshole, and I realized that I was wrong. I will unground my son and break up with my boyfriend. Wait, what? (laughs) I like how this post is like what it's taken her to decide to break up with her boyfriend. Normally, I would be... All these strangers on the internet? Okay, I'll break up with him. I can't believe that somebody who decided to stay with this person after 10 years, it's like, oh, well, the internet says this. Okay, I'll go ahead and do it. (laughs) That's so wild. This is what it has taken. So wild to me. So the top comment, you're the asshole. Your son has every right to not like your boyfriend. Sorry. I know it happened 10 years ago, but it killed his dog and took away his childhood for two years. On top of that, you basically left them for two years and lived with the guy who took away their home. Considering your boyfriend left fries in the oven again, I'd be nicer to my kid and ask my significant other to smarten up. Edit. I sure hope you actually break up with this guy. Can't believe it took a Reddit post. It's so true, though. Like, it's just like a, a series of ridiculous decisions. Um, that poor kid. A poor husky rip. Yeah, and that this kid probably has like PTSD from the home burning down, and now this guy's douchebags leaving the oven on again, <laughs> like gonna do it to their second home, and then his their mom's second dog gonna go live somewhere else for two years again. Um. All right. So we're moving on to post number two. This is brought to uh, brought to <laughs> brought to us by. Uh, stinky son 68 am i the asshole for asking my ex to stop paying our son 15 dollars to shower my ex and i share custody of our 13 year old son dylan dylan has a hygiene problem typical of many boys his age which is that he just doesn't shower he doesn't seem to care if he stinks and we've both been told we've told him many times that he needs to shower at least every other day i noticed he was coming back from my ex wife's place fully showered my ex recently let me in on a little secret 
which is that she's been paying him $10 to shower. It sounds nuts, but I couldn't stand the stench anymore, so I paid him $10 to shower, and sure enough, he showered. This continued for a few weeks. Then my son told me he would no longer be showering for $10. He said the price has gone up to $15. I called my ex, who has been complying with the inflation... And paying him $15 to shower. Technically, there's no big difference between $10 and $15, but I feel ridiculous paying for my son to wash himself. And also, I know this plan is to keep jacking up the price indefinitely. As of right now, I'm estimating that he's making a good $80 a month off showering. I told my son I would be no longer be paying him to shower at all if he keeps this up. He said, fine, he would continue to shower at my ex-wife's and not shower in my house. I do not want to go back to the stench. I realized the only way to get around this was to prevent my ex-wife from continuing to be blackmailed, so I told her to please cease any and all payments to be for him to shower. This is where the problem began. She told me that she understands my concern, but she will still pay him to shower because I can't tell her how to raise her child, especially when it's something I've been doing until recently. Normally, I think she's a good mom, and I wouldn't criticize how she's raised him, but she's literally allowing extortion, and it's gone way (laughs) too far. If I continue to pay him to shower, I'm confident that before long, he'll be demanding $30 per shower, and that's just too much. Am I the asshole? This is the most ridiculous post ever, but I actually think it's true. That's that's the crazier part. I don't think this is, like, a fake post. Like... I feel like of all the posts we've read, this might be the least fake of them all. God, this kid is a genius, though. He's such a genius. He's really going to go places in his <laughs> life. <laughs> Recognize people's need. His parents' need is don't want to smell a son mm-hmm. and then monetize it. And he did that. I just think it's crazy how he's like putting his own, like he's doing this to himself, like his friends still have to deal with this stench. Like, it's not just his parents. Maybe he doesn't go out and see this, friends. You're right, though. This is a quarantine thing, too. The only people yeah. who have to deal with his bad smell are not even him because he can't recognize he smells anymore. So it's just his parents. And he's also, like, 13, so he probably doesn't know, like, how bad he smells. Tell me your showering habits as a 13-year-old boy. I don't think I ever had that issue but i know of it being a thing this is a thing where like boys this age don't want to shower is it like a laziness thing or is it an inability to realize how bad they smell i think both like they don't i mean around that age when you start you know having like sweating more and growing body hair and um just being smellier yeah so when you're younger like you can get away with it more but then like at that point You smell more, plus you're lazy, plus people are telling you to do it, which makes you not want to do it. That's the biggest thing, I think. It's also like you have to do it. Well, don't tell me what to do. There was a kid uh, in my middle school that smelled terrible to the point that people um, called him stinky. No. Not to his face. Did he know this, though? Did he find out about this? I honestly don't know. I didn't really know the kid. He was very strange. Um, but the rumor was that the school had him shower in the locker rooms because he smelled so bad. Oh my God. Can you imagine somebody? It was really bad. That sucks. 
That's all. Did he just not know what deodorant was? Because there was a time he when... He might have not. He might have... Sadly, he might have, like, not had, like, a great home. Yeah. That's definitely what it might be. But yeah. there, there were a few girls in our grade sometime around, like, fifth or sixth grade. So, like, when it was, you know, when people started really putting deodorant on... But there were some girls that didn't do it because I guess they didn't realize they had to. But then we would do PE and shit and they would like smell really bad later that day. And they had just like no fucking idea. And if we were friends with them, we didn't want to say any. It's an uncomfortable situation if you're friends with someone. But it shouldn't be if you're their fucking parent. Yeah, that's a definite like parenting (laughs) like mess up. If you haven't told your kids about deodorant and like how to use it and when they need to start using it. Would you ever pay your kid to shower? Fuck no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> How do you even, like, go down the road of letting your kid do that? How does like, they get there? Like, parenting neglect. I'd be, like, renting a pressure washer and making them stand outside before I paid them to shower. Like, that's insane. That's fucking ridiculous. Like, you, like, you have to, like, abide by what your parents are telling you to do. Like, however you need to break their will to get them to do that, like, short of, like, violence upon them, like, that is completely unacceptable. I just think about all of the things that I was told to do as a kid, and showering was, like, on the bottom of that acceptable (laughs) thing. Like, it was, like, I I never could just be, like, I don't want to wash the dishes, or like, and I never, I didn't, we didn't have chores we got paid for in my house, but that would be something where to be like, well, if I can get an allowance for the extra chores I do, but it's like showering, like that would never have crossed my mind to like monetize that as a child. Yeah. And I don't think we've seen a post about this before, but I have heard of this being a thing where like parents incentivizing their kids to do certain things like that. And it's like, that's just poor parenting. If you've let them get to the point where the only way they're going to abide by what you're asking or telling them to do is to demand money for it. That's insane. That's fucking nuts. (laughs) To let your kids start demanding more money for whatever it was that you're paying for them is just terrible. How much money could this kid go up to with the wife? I mean, he could easily get another five bucks. Like you think that she might put a stop to it if it gets to like 20, like 20 might be her too much. I don't think 20 is too much for her. Maybe 30 or 40. She'd be like, okay. (laughs) But I'm trying to remember again. I'm going to go back just to read what the actual asshole thing, like what the, am I the asshole for asking my ex to stop paying our son $50 for shower? So it's not not about the kid. No, that's (laughs) the thing too. Like the OP, the, the dad, it's not, it's not asking her to stop paying. It's he's mad at her from raising it from ten to fifteen dollars, which was so ridiculous and not what I was <laughs> expecting when you read the title. That's not true. I didn't even think about it. It's not really like I'm mad at her for paying. It's like I'm mad at her for paying for that upping, much. Upping the price. You know, it's interesting because I guess to just give it away here, if everyone sucks is the consensus but that kind of makes sense now because the father sucks the mom sucks the kid kind of sucks but the kid doesn't even suck as much as the parents because they're just like letting him and get a, get away with this the bullshit. kid is a genius yeah, like he's kid, a product of his parents <laughs> the kid is a fucking <laughs> genius um 
So I want to read this comment. It's the second most upvoted comment. Um, Ish, uh, your entire family is getting strong armed by a 13-year-old while objectively hilarious speaks volumes to your lack of parenting and co-parenting skills. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, so I'm going to go with, I'll go first. I'm going to go with OP is the asshole just because your lack of ability as this person said on Reddit, to parent your son is atrocious. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, you can't let this get to that point. So you're saying just OP? Oh, I'm saying OP, I'm saying the wife. Yeah. And I'm saying the child also, just because, like, it's gross, you know? He's old enough to know how much he smells. And he's capitalizing on that Mm -hmm. that smell, too. Yeah. I'm going to just say o, uh, OP and the wife. Not the child, because he's a genius. Well, I think the child, th- but more so just because, like, 13, I feel like he really still is just what they've made him into. And, yeah. like, they've allowed him get to this point where he thinks that this is acceptable behavior and that the only way he needs to listen to them is if they pay him. Like, if he was, like, 18 or 19 or, you know, in high school, like, a little yeah. bit older where he's, like, starting to make decisions by himself. I just still think he's in that age where, like, he's pretty much just a reflection of them. Even, um, like, 15 or so. Because yeah. by that time, also, if quarantine wasn't a thing, it's, like, I'm pretty sure a 15-year-old doesn't want to smell and, you know, normally would be probably interested in getting girls or, like, mm-hmm. just giving off, like, caring about their reputation a little bit more than... At the age of 13. Yeah, this is a total, like, middle school thing. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so, again, asshole and then selective asshole on Austin's part. <laughs> um, All right, moving on to post number three. This comes to us from user Kids Meal Drama. Very good, appropriate Throwaway username. No underscores. No underscores. Am I the asshole for not letting my kids... My... Fuck. <laughs> we could just start. Let me restart Let's that. just roll this tape again. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for not letting my sister's kids order adult meals at my wedding? For context, I'm getting married in September, and we have steak, chicken, and vegetarian meal options, as well as... A kid's meal of macaroni and cheese for the little ones. My sister just RSVP'd online and put herself, her boyfriend, and their two sons, aged five and seven, down as attending. She selected four steak options for their meal choices. I was confused when I saw this, but when I took a closer look at our paper invitations, I realized it wasn't super clear that children will be receiving kid's meals by default. The kids' meal was listed in the same row as all the other choices. So I understood where the miscommunication came from. I texted my sister and apologized for the mistake, explaining all children under 12 would automatically be given the kids' meal. She wrote back, But why can't they have steak? They love steak. They'll definitely eat it. I decided to go for honesty and explain that the adult meals and alcohol were part of the same catering package. So ordering the two steaks would be significantly more expensive than the kids' meal. I said if she was concerned about the mac and cheese not being healthy, I could have the caterers give them alternative kids' meals 
spaghetti with tomato sauce. She said, no, the mac and cheese isn't the issue. The boys really wanted the steak. They'll be so disappointed and threw in a sad face emoji. I can't help but feel annoyed by this. I'm sorry, but I don't want to spend an extra $200 on steaks for children that young. It would be one thing if they were older kids or teenagers, but I don't see any reason they can't eat the kid's meal. Am I the asshole? Okay, so I will say this. All of this could have been avoided if they just didn't allow kids at their wedding. Now we're done. <laughs> yeah. We're done with the post. Conversation over. That was my immediate thought when I read this. <laughs> We've obviously talked about this, about like, you know, wanting to get married, not really wanting to have kids at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um outside of like immediate family members that have kids um however they are uh, however in this situation like we would be in it they have immediately family members with kids although it does sound like they're planning to have other kids if they have a kids menu option when you have so many other kids kind of giving that priority of being like oh i'm gonna give these kids steak you know um it means a lot more if you have so many other kids coming to your wedding. Yeah, and even, and even if, like, the other kids don't see that, like, these kids are five and seven years old. Like, they don't Wait, need... is that what she said? They were five yeah, and seven? Yeah, they're five and seven. I got the impression they were, like, ten. I guess. First off, they don't need a full plate each. They're going to eat, like, a quarter of the steak and then be full and then fall asleep and then wake up and then cry and then, like, run want to run around when it's not appropriate. Yes, and then the... <laughs> and then the Parents are going to be like, I didn't realize they would be like this. Or like, oh, we have to leave early. And it's like, well, why didn't you just get a fucking babysitter? Yeah, this this one might be another one that it's a little more clear what our thoughts are. But I, we, I, Actually, no, I kind of, I have other things to say. Really? Defending um, defending the person that wants their kids. Oh, by all means, go ahead. Well, I just think that if that's your sister and you have a really close relationship to your sister and it's like, Oh no, the kids would want to have steak. Then it's like, just throw no pun intended, no pun intended your sister a bone. Like it's kind of like, well, I don't know if your sister's really cares about it, but a $200 bone for like a five and a seven year old. I do. It's not those kids birthdays. It's your wedding. That is true. Although I do think it's, crazy that their plates are a hundred dollar a plate but who am i just to talk about well they might they may or may not be but she did say like the adult food and drinks were a part of a package and ordering the steaks separately would be more money so maybe it's like because they're ordering those all the cart they're more expensive but yeah either way they're probably expensive plates right either yeah and i guess she was being obviously pretty nice with the thinking that it might be like a dietary or that type of situation but yeah I guess my also my thought was just I don't know as much as I would be I would be annoyed by my sister asking for that I feel like it's kind of really shitty to just be like no like they're your your family but I but I still I'm gonna sorry go ahead that's funny because like I I don't have siblings so I I'm not in this situation I wouldn't be in this situation personally you have siblings with kids but like that's a situation where I think like that sibling should be understanding like, Hey, this is my brother or sister's wedding. Like I'm not going to force the issue issue and try to guilt trip my sibling and say, Oh, my kids, my five and seven year old will be really disappointed that they don't get steak. If you tell them they're going to get macaroni and cheese, maybe they are disappointed. They're going to forget about it. Like two days later, and I, something else. I agree. The guilt trippy thing was fucking gross and weird. 
I'm just saying if they wanted to have it and they were my niece and nephew or my nephews, I would be like, okay, fine, they can have it. But also, like, I feel like a normal sibling would be like, all right, even if we are getting, I'll pay you, like, for oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. them to have this meal that they don't need. That would be a normal sibling move would be like, look, I'll pay you the $200, which, again, is fucking nuts. Yeah. But that would be, like, an appropriate move where that would still be tacky, but it wouldn't be as, like, shitty or crappy. Um, but, like, I and I get, I get what you're saying about, like, the, the kids, like, wanted it. But also, like, the invitation, even if she said it wasn't, specific that all kids would receive a kid's meal it says kid's meal on the invitation you have a five and a seven-year-old why in the world do you expect that at a wedding you're not going to Chili's you're going to a wedding (laughs) that's true where you have a few options that are designed for adults and then you have one option for kids because there's probably not going to be as many kids there. there's probably not going to be a lot of kids and then you go and ask your kids hey do you want the steak Do you want the chicken? Do you want the vegetarian option? Instead of just like hitting, we're attending, and then that they're going to get the kid's meal. Maybe this is all a broader conversation on whether or not kid's meals as a thing are the stupidest fucking thing in the entire world. They're a dumb concept. I'm not saying that I, I know that kids are picky eaters, but it's like in most other places in the world, there's not a kid's menu with macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets and a hamburger at an Italian restaurant. Like, it's just the kids pretty much eat the same thing as adults. This is just a rant about Americanism <laughs> culture that I fucking cannot stand. Honestly, I fucking cannot stand it. Honestly, I sort of like the kid's meal thing because it, like, makes it eat. Like, all kid, look, most kids are picky eaters, and all kids love macaroni and cheese or a burger <laughs> or chicken nuggets. Like, of that trio, they're going to like one of them, like... If I were a parent, I think I would appreciate it because I don't have to, like, go through the menu and be like, oh, would you like this? And the kid's, like, whining there, like, why are we at a restaurant? I want to be at home. Like, <laughs> you're going to get and, – and, like, your sister does this. She's like, you're going to get this. You know, like, she does that sometimes. if oh, they're totally if they don't make up, If they don't make up their mind. they get real picky. Exactly. Real and that's picky. the thing. If you have – if you give them a full menu – like, they're not going to make up their mind. You need to give them those three options, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, burger <laughs> – And if they don't make it up, you get to pick. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a kid's menu with, like, smaller amounts of things that have less intense ingredients. Mm -hmm. But it's, like... Or smaller portions. Or smaller portions. Or they're just, like, yeah, example, like, going to an Italian restaurant. It is funny when you see that. Going to an Italian (laughs) restaurant, and there's a fucking cheeseburger on the menu. It's, like, (laughs) why isn't there just, like, a small pizza and spaghetti with, like, butter or butter? You know, it's, like... Because well, they it, know that it there's really kids. grinds my gears. Well, also, I will say from the restaurant's perspective, they probably don't want to be in the situation. Yeah, that that is reasonable to be like just offer smaller portions of like your menu. But maybe they are in a situation where like a family comes in and there's a kid that doesn't like those things, and then he's like being a little whiny brat in the restaurant, they don't want that either because then that's bad for, like, business. I totally get where it's coming from from each place. I get why the restaurant puts out that type of menu, but it's like I I want to be part of the renaissance of children (laughs) just eating normal food. That's how you end up with 20 fucking five-year-olds who only eat chicken tenders on the Chili's menu. I know someone like this. That is my TED Talk. 
We all do. Everybody <laughs> knows somebody like that. I have a friend who literally, she was like the last time I hung out with her, she was probably around the age 25. And all she does is eat the crispy chicken nuggets anywhere she goes. That's insane. She's pretty thin too. I don't understand. Isn't it. this person married? She's in a serious relationship. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how would you date someone like this? Is yeah, that what you're saying, damn. <laughs> like you marry someone and then they still like have this issue. I I don't know if we saw it on a show or it was another post, but I feel like there was like a wedding situation where like the bride or groom like only wanted chicken nuggets or something. We did or chicken strips. I don't know if we ended up doing that post. But I don't maybe think we, we did saw it. it. But we saw it. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> So back to this one, though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I actually am surprised uh, uh, about some of the stuff that you brought up because I thought I, – I think I'm pretty um, – it was pretty decisive the first time that I read it through, but I, I, it was interesting to, to hear another point of view on it. I definitely still think that – I'm sorry. I'm kind of losing my train of thought. Who wrote this again? This, uh, the the bride-to-be. This is the bride-to-be. Okay. I – I'm going to go with the bride-to-be is not the asshole. She just wants to make everything simpler and not pay money for a five- and a seven-year-old. But I also, there's only very, very, very small part of me, but it's there that's kind of just like, well, if my fucking nephews want this, I would get it. But it's outweighed by the fact that her sister that, is super yeah. just inconsiderate. And I get that, that, like, you want to be, you know, as kind to your family as possible especially like for a wedding but like on one it's your wedding but on two like it's also like a fault on this sister for like putting her in this situation regarding her wedding like you need to be as like accommodating to as possible to your sibling definitely involving stuff for their wedding um and especially like planning little planning shit like this like shouldn't be stuff i mean it is stuff that always causes headaches but like this situation, it shouldn't be something that you should be causing another headache for her. Right. The pretty please, the like constant demand. You should, they should have just both, the sister should have been like, if she had the audacity to ask what she did, just ask. And if she, and if the bride's like, oh, that's not what we're doing. She's like, oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yeah. Like, that's it. And like, you're, there's no way in the world that your five and seven year old are both going to finish a full adult plate of steak by themselves. Like if they really want some steak, like fucking get them the kid's meal and give them some of your steak. Like I sense that this is just a way for the sister and the husband to have more food. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was thinking that just now as I was saying it, but I didn't want to say it. No, I was going to say it. It on it might be you never it, know. It honestly makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it really does. I think it's a super like dick move by the sister, and I'm gonna say OP is not the asshole. I'm gonna say OP is not the asshole as well. All right, we're gonna move on here to one I just found today. Um, it was uploaded about one day ago from Major Underscore Necessary 5211. Is there a photo with this? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to. I've never seen a photo included with a post on this subreddit. <laughs> Austin looked over because Austin has no idea what this post is going to be. So looking at this photo, Austin's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> it it is, just um, really makes the... 
I only know the title of this post, and this makes it way more interesting. Yeah, so it's a photo of the progression of a tattoo of a child. Uh, There's the first part, right? That's a good way to describe it. There's the first part of the tattoo. Like the first session. Yeah, the first session, the second, and the third of a black and white portrait style. So uh, here we go. Am I the asshole for calling a customer's daughter fucking ugly? I'm... (sighs) Yes, you're the asshole. We're done. Okay, we'll see you next week. (laughs) Um, This happened pre-COVID, but it's caused a big divide in my family. I'm a tattoo artist, not famous or anything, but I own my own shop and am pretty well known within my city's tattoo scene. I also have a very particular art style and very rarely divert from this style. Why fix what isn't broken? This style does not include portraits, and I have not done a portrait tattoos in years upon years. So my cousin had been throwing not-so-subtle hints every single time I see him since he became a father three years ago. My cousin and I aren't particularly close. After three years, he just straight-up asked if I could give him a tattoo of his daughter. I, not being a portrait artist and taking my art very seriously, said no. I did give him recommendations for the best artists in the city who do portraits and could probably give me a discount or give him a discount if they knew he was my cousin. He did not give up. In retrospect, I know I should have stood my ground, but he would switch between being super flattering and telling me how good my art is to passive aggressively complaining about my refusal until I gave in. He did agree to pay, albeit much less than I would have charged a regular customer. Anyways, I gave him the portrait and it turned out just as how I expected. I mean, it's not the worst tattoo anyone's ever seen, but it's not great. I did try my best, but again, not my style. My cousin lost his shit, telling me I'm the worst artist he's ever met, refusing to pay, and telling me that I made his daughter look ugly. After being practically bullied into wasting my time tattooing someone with no respect for me or my art for a heavy discount and then being treated like shit for giving them what they wanted, I was pretty done. I said, well, maybe your daughter is fucking ugly and then slammed the door and locked him out of the shop. Most of my family now thinks I'm an asshole for bringing an innocent child into this, etc. I don't think it matters because that's not really the point and it's not like I said it to her face. My coworker and friends are on my side, but am I the asshole? There's an edit. We will wait. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. I will say that's not how I thought that fucking ugly would come out. That's why I picked it, because I was like, it, you, because you just can't call a child fucking ugly. And there are ugly children out there. I don't want to hear some bullshit about how oh, all children are beautiful. They're not. Some <laughs> kids are ugly. But that doesn't mean you should ever say it. But this, you know, there's stuff to unpack here. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. Can we first talk about the tattoo? Um, is, I, that a, is that a photo of the actual tattoo? I'm going to, can I read the edit? Because maybe that will help. Okay. So here's the edit. Just wanted to clarify some things. Some have asked me why I didn't sketch it out before tattooing him. I did. Sketches on paper look somewhat different than on skin. And I told him this, but he insisted that it was fine. Also, tracing portraits on the skin beforehand doesn't give a great idea of how the finished tattoo will look. As another Redditor has pointed out, that picture is an example from the internet, not my tattoo. I gave my cousins many opportunities to back out. Okay, 
Well, that's completely different because I was going to say one thing. So the, the photo is then a sketched out portrait and not the actual right, it's portrait an, itself. Because well, the, the one in the photo is pretty good. Yeah, it says that picture is an example from the internet, not my tat. So it's not even his tattoo. I it's, was like, it's just an example of how... So it basically, the photo shows the uh, traced out version and it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And then it shows the finished because it's just like the structure of the tattoo. And then it shows the finished one and it's actually really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say this. I feel a little bit like I got duped because I want the actual photo of the tattoo. <laughs> but I mean... You might have not gotten a chance to take a picture of I it. I mean, probably not. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I mean, off the bat, I do like side with OP and that the, his cousin seemed really shitty and that he, it sounds like he was really just trying to get a tattoo for as cheap as possible. And he's like, Oh, my cousin's a tattoo artist. Like he does cool stuff. I'll get him to tattoo a portrait. But like, I feel like this lack of foresight happens with like a lot of tattoos um, where like you need to realize, dude, like this is not the shit that he tattoos, and even and then on top of that, he tells you it. But just look at his work in the first place, and you can tell like he doesn't do portraits. I mean, like you're barking up the wrong tree to go to this guy and be like, I need you to give me a portrait tattoo. Like, just take his advice. Like, this is his field of work. He's telling you, I'll give you some other people to go to. Go to one of those guys. And as I've said so many times, like, why is this the time? I mean, this guy's probably cheap all around. But, like, why is this the time you decide to really, like, dig your hole into how cheap you are? Tattoos is not the time to, like, save money. That and fucking plastic surgery. Like, sorry, go to the best people you can go to, even if it's a a little bit more money. Really, like, anything on your body, like, try to go to reputable people. Right. Like, don't get a fucking group on for a tattoo. Like, I... I don't, and that's kind of like what you said. I feel like he was kind of doing. He just thought, like, this guy was going to give him the family discount. At the same time, it's like, if you know that you're not going to be able to do a good job on a tattoo, and that tattoo is forever tied to you as the work that you're doing, you should just refuse and not fucking do it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and I th- and he did acknowledge that, that he shouldn't have just straight up refused it. I could see, like, the the viewpoint of, well, fuck this guy, like, I'm just going to do it so he'll get off my back. Like, I gave him as much warning as I could. But, um, yeah, obviously, better path would have just been to say no and force him to consider somebody else that actually does portraits. I was going to say, like, how bad the, how bad could the harassment be? But people are ruthless. So I could kind of see if it's a person that's around the family a lot. There's also the pressure maybe from some of the family to be like, wow, like he wants to go to you when you're not even like doing this for him. Like I could see a lot of family guilt. Yeah, absolutely. And then like those family members aren't the one in the situation. So they're not listening to the side of, well, this isn't the type of work that OP does. They just see, like, the upset cousin, and they're like, why are you making him upset? Just give him his tattoo. That's what you do. Right. Okay, so let's move on to the, well, maybe your daughter's fucking ugly comment. Mm. Because I think that's where the family's more upset. Not that the tattoo looks like crap, but that OP called a child. And I will reiterate this again, fucking ugly. (laughs) 
I think, based on the way that it was written, that Opie was just really worked up after the tattoo finished and his cousin was shitting on him and saying he was bad. And Opie is like, this isn't the type of work I do. I told you, like, it might not be the best. And you still insisted. So I think it was just like a... It was just an outburst. It was an outburst, like, lashing back at him. And obviously when the cousin says, you made my daughter look ugly, that's an easy response. And he, instead of just thinking it, said it. Yeah, I mean, God, what I would do to see this tattoo. Um, I don't know. I just don't think you kind of take it there. I mean, isn't that like your sort of family in a way? Now you're bringing a kid into it. It's just creating so many uncomfortable moments down the line at family events. And like when you see this kid now, at least I would always know if I outbursted saying something like this. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm not saying that that would be beneath me to say. But then I would like look at this kid later on and be like, oh my God, Alisa, do you remember when you called that kid fucking ugly? (laughs) It's sort of just a shitty thing to do. It's one of those things you just don't do. Yeah, I definitely think it was a, like, heat of the moment reaction, but it is a mean thing, and it is a family member. <laughs> right. Like, there were a lot of other things that you could have said it's not even to like the a cousin girlfriend before you or... slam the door. Yeah. You could have called him cheap. There's so many things that you could have been like, well, if you didn't like it, then why were you being so cheap, like, trying to get a tattoo for me? You could have paid money and got a good tattoo, Or, like, there's just a lot of other ways to insult him without insulting a kid in the process of it. And insulting someone's kid is, like, the ultimate thing you don't do. You can call, you can say, like, anything to the person. But once you bring their kid into it, it's kind of, like, where people draw the line. Yeah, definitely. That mixed with the unprofessionalism of just refusing to do the tattoo... I will say it's like everyone sucks was the consensus of this post. But on a personal level, I'm going to go with OP being the asshole just slightly. So I actually would slightly skew to OP not being the asshole just because I want to give him the benefit of the doubt of like being worked up and like angry that his cousin was like so rude to him and like insulting his work. But in the end, I would still say like everybody sucks because that comment like obviously is overboard. And, but the thing is like of everything else in the story, like I don't think he really did anything wrong. He probably should have denied doing the tattoo, but I still think doing it isn't wrong per se because the cousin was so insistent he's so adamant about it. that he, he's the one that do it. Yeah, he told him, and he was shutting him up at that point. Right. So um, I would skew towards him being not the asshole. And if I had to pick one or the other, I would pick that. But I'm still going to say everybody sucks. I was going to say, I think you have to pick one. I think that's the point. Well, if, if I <laughs> no, couldn't, I I'm saying if I couldn't say everybody sucks. But I can because this is our podcast. And nobody else tells us what to do. <laughs> I don't have to wear a face mask. (laughs) It's my um, right. But yeah, so I'm going to say everyone sucks. Skewed slightly to OP being not the asshole. Gotcha. Um, Well, I think we got through that pretty quickly. That's all four posts. Yeah, that's that's it. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) 
<laughs> wipe our hands of it. Is there anything you want to plug before we uh, I am, take a break? And I'm never the one to have things to plug outside of the pod, but as per usual, I'll plug our socials. We've got the Twitter, which is... You're the a-hole. And at, then, Twitter. at Twitter. <laughs> I was, I Austin was looking at me, and I was like, I don't think there's anything else. It's at you're the a-hole. At you're the a-hole, spelled correctly, the yes. your, I mean. And, and, and then the letter a-hole. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we have a email. Mm-hmm. It's you're the a-hole at gmail.com. Yes. Um, so if you have any um, ideas for... Flashcard time that you want to send us. If you have any of your own um, asshole scenarios that you want to ask us, let us know um, on either of those. If you hate us or love us, you can let us know on those things too. Oh, no. (laughs) And if you have a movie that you hate that you want to hear people not do a good job of summarizing or rather just me not do a good job of summarizing, uh, you can give us, uh, you know, requests for shitty movie summaries and request for its flashcard time. Perfect. Yes. Do you have anything to plug? Um, let's see. I put out some blogs on my blog, The Mighty Sword. Um, that's at wordpress.com. Anything else? Anything else? I plug mask wearing in public. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I plug social distancing and I plug not going back to bars quite yet unless they're outdoor and you're distanced and being smart about it and you don't have people that are at risk yes i do not plug kanye west for president 2020 (laughs) (laughs) um okay everyone we'll see you next week thanks if you made it this far you are not the asshole you are not the asshole and don't we always say Oh, remember, don't, don't be, be an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs>